pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me Six to minutes my past the hour where the Rick and Bubba show, 866. We Be Big is our number. We thank you for being with us. Our thanks to Gary the Bulldozer Man for stopping by and saying hello today. Uh, always fun to chat with Gary. Uh, we uh, we have more to update you on going forward. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. Uh, we've got Hash Brown Hero taking phone calls. And there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Look at there. There he is. Uh, so, Bubba, we need, and uh, we talked about this yesterday, we need an update from you. Uh, why don't you set up where we were? Can you give me just a minute? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, I look. I understand. You're shoving what, that biscuit in. Well, Jack's Family Restaurants <laughs> are dropping off goodies today, and when those goodies arrive, oh boy, it. Um, it just, I was showing my appreciation to our former intern, who's doing very well in the marketing world now, mm-hmm. and we were just having a discussion. I'm sorry, I was a little late. Well, that well, it's it, it was in in typical fashion. Gary walks in there, Jack's Family Restaurants, which, you know, hey, I love that down there in Jamison. <laughs> and uh, so Gary eats there probably two two meals a day, mm-hmm. and uh, he walks in. Now, they've laid out a buffet, so those of you in the golden ticket seats, you're in good good order today, yeah, of all sorts of varieties. And you know what Gary had to say? What, you didn't bring the pork chop biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> and they just looked at him like, I said, Gary, just be thankful. They were like, no, Gary, we're sorry we didn't bring the entire menu, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> he asked me if I like the pork chop biscuit, which I do. Right. But Hey, ask Greg about it. He, he loves that little pork chop biscuit. I can't believe Gigi didn't bring none. <laughs> so, um, so, so, Rick, yeah, yesterday. So, t- first, take us back. <laughs> okay. Take everybody okay, back. Let's go back. And you don't have to give the whole deal. Just right. say, here was the problem, and yesterday was supposed to be the solution. Well, I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm very dependent on my TV viewing, and uh, we had a, had a major problem. And uh, yesterday, the guys came out to work on that problem, and we finally got everybody together and all on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank Dole, who is the – the manager of our area that we're in, uh, Ben and Cameron came and spent pretty much the entire afternoon with me. So they uh, they had to rebuild my TV system from from A to Z, and uh, but they got it going. It's working good. So, so what, I appreciate those guys. They they are the pros. What, they really are. What was the problem? Well, everything was fried. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that from the lightning strike? Yeah, yeah. My neighbor had a terrible lightning strike. It literally knocked a hole in his roof about the size of a basketball. And uh, we were caught in the electromagnetic field of that and had several problems and still finding things that are not working. So, you know, it's a process, but uh, they did a good job. But they, they just rebuilt it. it. I had problems at all parts, and they just rebuilt it, and, and it's rocking and rolling now. So, Did you tell them, hey, we'll, baby, she's gone? Yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll make it another 10 to 12 years without any problems. So that's, that's my goal. Well, we, we hope. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, now, well, it's, it's that season, you know, lightning. Did you? Uh, She's did, a nasty. Did you have to <laughs> talk about the fact that you showed yourself a little bit? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, there was uh, there was some discussion of that, but a little chatter. As I said the other day, um, it's not these guys who work on the ground. They are pros, buddy. I mean, they know what they do. They're good at what they do, and they hit the ground ninety <clears throat> to, to nothing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, great guys. Enjoyed visiting with them yesterday. But there, there, there's some problems in some of our larger corporations. From and, and like I said, we've met the top guy and like him. But somewhere in the middle, we're we're falling down. And uh, I would recommend they correct that. Well, yeah, I Still mean, do. it was interesting. You said that I, I went to to uh, had a meeting yesterday with two friends of mine and, and acquaintances of you guys, and y'all know them. 
and they just moved their whole offices because they're growing and, and they're doing a great job. So, you, hey, you're having success. So you're growing. That's good. I'm in a new place. And same exact company, and they were supposed to have their high-speed internet ready to go, had, had the date. It was going to all be installed. They're all sitting there waiting. Got a call the day before saying, hey, y'all are on the list for tomorrow. They never showed up. Wow. And then and then when they called, said, what's happened? They said, well, something happened to computers, so we lost y'all's uh, appointment. So we'll get to you October 9th. Wow. And you're sitting there trying to run a business on cell phones and hotspots. No. And, well, um, you know, technology is changing. It's changing. So, so they got issues. You know, it's changing so yeah. fast right now. I mean, mm-hmm. we – we have a, a, you know, when you you talk about this company, I mean, there's two or three companies that are the top rungs in the in the world, really. Yeah. And when you spend a billion dollars on a product that you're planning on phasing out, yeah, uh, you know that shows you the scope and the size of it. But you you've got to you've got to build that backbone in that company. And technology is changing so fast. Honestly, I, I feel sorry for these guys that actually do the work because yeah. You know, by the time they they are building one infrastructure backbone, it's already outdated, and they got to go with something else. And it's the new thing coming down the pipeline. So technology's changing, but these guys are sharp. I yeah. Think oh they're... yeah. Oh look, there's some incredible people that that we all know, and that, that say those guys get the job done. And and you hate when they're at the mercy, like you said, of of there's some middle management somewhere that's not getting the job done, and all the changes and the layoffs and and a lot of the layoffs. Now, one thing I would like to know. And, you and, did, and I and I, I sympathize with them because yeah. I have been in their shoes too oh, as yeah, a field sure. service person for satellite work. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. back in the big seat, you know, the big mm-hmm. ten foot dish day. So, mm-hmm. and it's tough. Uh, you know, you never know what you're going to run into, and you have problems and get delays, and you know, it gets backed up. But there, there's just hey, there's got to be a better way to fight this war than what we're going on right now. You know. Well, the biggest thing you, you were talking about on a much bigger scale, and we did a whole discussion on it uh, earlier in the week, is I don't. Where, where was the where was the, the lack of information for for this company to come in and buy a product and and spend b- 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 billion bucks billion bucks for mm-hmm. a product that that everybody really if you if you just look at the 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 obvious you know the obvious <laughs> movement of the technology this is now going to be an obsolete that's not a good investment in that technology that you're now admitting you're going to phase out what. Where was the misinformation of we probably shouldn't buy this technology because it, it's not it doesn't have a future that is as good as what it uh, well, as, as it's past. I, I, I think, mean, who let you down on that information? I, I think some of the uh, you know I'm sure there was a, I'm, I'm saying, sure I, there was a business plan of mm-hmm. we don't want this competing with us so we're mm-hmm. going to put it you know and I think they had a, a plan of you were going to have wireless with direct TV you were going to have uh, uh, what's their uh, their other product. Uh, Universe, uh, U-verse. U-verse, U-verse for the wired. Well, they're basically scrapping both of those now. I know, and, and they're going to this AT and T TV, which is in test markets right now. And some of that will be wired. Some of it will be over the five G network. Yeah. So you're literally literally going to have a box you plug into your TV, and it doesn't even hook up to anything. So, and it, it's you know the technology and how they're designing mm. some of this stuff is just at light speed right now, and it's hard to keep up with it, but. I don't think the direct broadcast satellites, DBS, or in this case, direct TV, is outdated technology, and I don't think it's going to go away. I think they made a marketing – I think they made a a bad plan when they quit selling the boxes at retail outlets so people could just hook it up themselves, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Because 
the internet speeds you need to to be able to do all this VOIP or over the internet is not that good everywhere. Now there's spots; it is fine, but you still have a lot of folks that are not oh, no, right no in the city yeah, that internet. have no hope of getting the internet at this speed. And um, you know, direct broadcast works. I mean, it's a uh, no question. It's, it's a sound technology, and those satellites are not going to fall out of orbit. So, um, no, I was just saying when they invested in it, it looks like it looked like not that it's going to go away completely, but it doesn't have the future as good as its past. Right. right. That's all I was saying. It certainly, yeah, you're right. Because some places you, we can talk about all this new, new technology all we want, but if you can't access it, right, you got you got to have a way to get it. So those won't, people won't be completely gone. But they don't have well, the customers they once had. Here, here's what happened, too. If you remember, we had copper wire everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, the old telephone line, what we call POTS, plain old telephone. And they just could not get the, the speeds up on data like they want. You remember, it used to be 1,200 baud, and then it went to 24. And it, but, but the copper has a definite limit on what it will do. And the satellite was the obvious choice because of the bandwidth available that they could do that. Right. Well, they never really envisioned the fiber and all that was going to come and how effective and efficient that was going to be. Now, with fiber, they can do a whole lot more. So, mm. again, it's just changing. Who knows what's next? I mean, they were, you know, in, in some of the discussions I've had with tech people, they tell me the 5G networks are going to be so good mm, yeah. that we're going to be streaming your home TV system over that. I mean, and you think, well, why do we want to tie up our cellular network with home stuff that could be hardwired? Well, they're, they're going to say it's so it's so good, it's so fast, it's, and so reliable that they're going to – so who knows? Well, it's, things change. The it, next thing, it's always who can give me the best bandwidth. Is it going to be through the air or through a wire? And it just seems like they go back and forth. And the key is to get on it when it's when it has been proven and solidified, not when everybody experimenting. <laughs> right, right. But, 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 but perfect example, and it's a little bit different, and, of course, we deal with it a little bit here on, on the best of CDs. But it was funny. I was in a bunch of meetings yesterday about a plan that – uh, Burgess Ministries we're going to be rolling out in 2020. And so I was getting down to one of the things that we're going to try to do through the men's ministry part of everything, and I brought up DVDs, and mm. everybody looked at me like I was a caveman. DVDs? And they said, no, no, no. You, you are throwing money down a hole. It all is going to be they click on it and the video downloads. Yeah. Do not do DVDs. Well, and, what's going to happen? And the, and the funny thing was, I, they said we have a whole warehouse full of them that we can't move. If you'd like to go, <laughs> you, that, that we that 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 era is over. Look, I cloud mean, and online stuff is great, but we'll have an event in this country at some point where people lose a lot of stuff yeah. and don't have access yeah. to it. And and then everybody will want it back in their hands again. So yeah. it all it's yeah. like a pendulum. It swings back and forth. We'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Doug Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 22 minutes past. All right, so uh, one more, uh, just uh, following up on Bubba's update, Cody out of Hoover, Alabama, on 104.7 WZZK, said he'd like to talk about, Bubba mentioned the future of 5G, the 5G network, and Cody wanted to comment on that. Hey, Cody, go ahead, buddy. Hey, buddy. Um, so hey, hey, Cody, wait just a minute. Does. Cody, wait just a minute. Yes, I love technology, but not as much as you, you see. But I still love technology, 
Always and forever. All right, go ahead, buddy. Hey, buddy. Um, so yeah, so back when uh, all this 5G stuff uh, started coming out, I was starting to think about, you know, like, you know, the possible negative effects of it. And so I did a little research and I was looking at, you know, like the, the different wavelengths as far as, you know, like the 4G towers being way up in the air versus, you know, the 5G uh, towers, which are, you know, way lower. And what I found was that uh, from the from the research that I looked at, kids are uh, very susceptible to these 5G waves. And it makes them more aggressive uh, and just affects their, their mental state in a completely negative way. I'm not, I'm not saying it's every single child or anything, but, you know, from what I read in the research, you know, it's, it's not good. Cody, uh, can, I, can I wait in on this a little bit? Uh, I, yeah, think, sure. I think a lot of the rumors with 5G has been blown way, way out of proportion. I mean, it's turned into the new flat earth deal. Um, oh, yeah. We, we always have to be careful dealing with radio frequency stuff. Uh, it's non-ionizing radiation. Uh, it should not affect your cells as it goes through it, but you don't want too much. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. We have people on 4G phones that have it glued to their head for hours each day, and if that's not causing huge brain tumors, I don't think we got anything to worry about. Yeah, I just hate to see us all running around with uh, big old metal helmets on our head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the five G too. Uh, for his speeds, I mean, all of these. These the G means generation. And just Rick, so you'll know, back when we had three G, that was the first time we tried to make mobile devices actually work on the internet with any type of, you know, decent Success. decent level. Yep. The four G offered us up to one hundred meg. Now most of it's not that fast, but it could go to that fast. To give you an idea for 5G, it can go to 10 gig. And that's because, I mean, when we first started this, you know, phones had just come out. People had phones everywhere. Well, now think about everything using the Internet. You got your watch. You got your phone. You got your laptop. You got your, your refrigerator. You got your washing machine. You got cars everywhere. Security. Na- navigation, security, everything. So, I mean, having more bandwidth out there is a must. Now, look, should we test? Should we always be checking this stuff? Yes, but some of it has been blown so out of proportion, and I've heard some so-called experts on national TV shows, and they don't know what the heck they are talking about. They have no clue. Wow. I'm just telling you they don't. But, again, we need to test. We need to keep an eye on it. Yes, but there is no reliable information that you can beam people with a 5G signal and they act more aggressive. That does not exist. That is total hogwash. Well, yeah, I I, I go back to what you're talking about. I think a lot of the things that we're seeing with with children and their behavior, it really doesn't have to do anything with the number in the G. It has a lot to do with moderation and overstimulation of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, hey, it's not good to let your kids (laughs) – Stare at a video game, stare at an iPad, stare at your phone for eight, ten, twelve hours a day. Yeah, that that, that has I, to do with the P, yeah, the parent. Yeah, that's not good. And, you, and, and here, it, it's not good. I, I don't get too deep into this, right. but here's a key thing to remember: anytime you're dealing with radio waves, and that's everything from the power line to five G and radar signals, which is even on further up. It, it, it falls under the inverse square law. So every time you double the distance, the signal goes down 75%. So in most situations, if you'll take three steps back, you've changed the whole picture. So 
Just keep that in mind. Don't get too close to anything that's transmitting. Well, you don't want to be hugging the tower that we're transmitting on. You know, you don't want to be hanging on the side of that thing. What a wasted black shirt today. I'm Thank you. you. Inverse you. what? Mm-hmm. It's called the inverse square law. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody that. Knows that. Tired everybody, me up a little bit. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The inverse square yeah. law. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and get that shake. Sure. There's moments. Next it week, is hard to take you serious week. with a vanilla shake right in front of you. Next <laughs> week, we're going to cover free path loss. Right. Watch it. Can I tell you, there's moments throughout the last 25 years, and we just happened a minute ago. And and it's I, I have you know how sometimes you, go, you know we all have trauma of our past, and it can come back on us, you know, on things that were traumatic to us. Yeah. There was nothing more traumatic than to be me sitting in a college lecture hall in a chair, and and a professor is up there rambling about, and I've I've quit listening about a quarter way in, and they're they're now talking about things I don't even understand, and almost a little bit of a fear will creep up inside. Oh my goodness, I'll be tested on this one day, yeah. and I know Bubba's not going to test me on any of this, but I start getting that anxiety that I might be, and <laughs> I need, need to remember, it. and I need to remember it, and I, I need to grasp what he's saying, and I realize that that I this then I look and Big Boy will be out there, Gary will walk by in his shirt, and I'm like, I need to be listening to everything he's saying because it's going to be on the test. But, um, you know, like I said, uh, my wife gave me a great life truth not long after we were married when she said, I don't think that you necessarily had issues with school. I think you're missing a life truth that any test that you don't prepare for will be difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute. You know, that, that, that doesn't mean you have some issue with learning. It just means you're not prepared for the test that you've you're been given. You're not <laughs> Yeah. Rick, Rick, any test you take, you're not prepared for. Yeah. If you haven't looked at the material before the test, Rick, probably not going to do very well. Wait a minute. Hey, holy. <laughs> Rick, as I was explaining to somebody uh, the other day oh. of faith about test taking, you can pray for the right answers, but God's not going to mysteriously answer that test for you. You know what he does? He gives you sense to prepare ahead That's of time. Right. Exactly and right. that is the miracle, my friend, not staring at the blank saying, God, fill it out. Right. You're exactly right. That's right. Tried that. Well, that shake's working. Hit, hit it again. Yeah. Well, you remember, you know, Bubba, Bubba hit him that. You remember, the, the, you remember when everybody first even understood, uh, you know, the new church age, a lot of people went up on the mountain waiting on Jesus to come back. And the apostle Paul said, no, 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 look. If you want to be able to eat, it's not just going to happen. You're going to have to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, y'all, this is Blake Shelton, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes now past the hour. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. 25 years of The Rick and Bubba Show, making a living off low expectations. We're glad you're here with us for another one today. Kids get high in the basement sometimes. Uh, well, uh, and we just got some uh, new supplies here to the um, to the office, dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. And, and I will tell you what, if you are not using uh, this service, um, you're paying probably too much for the things that, um, you know, obviously the shave is there, but anything that makes you look and smell and feel your best, uh, when anything that you're going into the, hey, I'm going in here to get clean and I, and I want to smell and look like I like it, 
then dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba has everything that you need. Uh, and you can uh, get a starter set right now. Say, I'd like to try some of the products because you def- definitely want to know if the products, you know, if something doesn't cost as much or it's convenient, but the product's no good, who cares? Well, see, the, the products are fantastic. Uh, but you want to try them for yourself. I get that. So there is a uh, ultimate shave starter set available for you at dollarshaveclub.com slash bub. It's only $5. We'll send you sample sizes of everything you need for the ultimate shave. Now, when you, you try the, the razor and the shave butter and the prep scrub and the post-dew uh, that, that you put on after you shave, uh, then you tell us if you like it, and, you, and you're going to say yes. And then you say, well, I want the regular size now at the regular price and the convenience of it coming to my door and me staying stocked up on all these products where I never walk into the bathroom and go, ah, I forgot to go by the store. Or when you get there and you look at all the stuff and it's most of it overpriced and then you try to make it last longer than it should have, especially on the razors. So go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. It's just a better way to get great products and always have them in stock at a great price. Or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, So we do have a a sports update for you today. And uh, there's a couple of items for us to talk about. You want to start with Cam Newton? Cam Newton, the Carolina Panthers quarterback, got in uh, last night, his first preseason game, game number three of the preseason, and he left in the first quarter after he twisted his foot after being sacked. Yeah, there we go. Uh, here's those preseason injuries, and you love them, and, and of course now Cam Newton has been plagued with injuries. You know, it's almost like these injuries things, once they start, it, it, it seems like it just goes on and on. Uh, so hopefully he, he's in a walking boot today. Mm, they say. If you're a Panther fan, you don't really want to see Cam Newton, who's already been hurt now in a preseason game, walking out. I don't know what this thing is he has on his head with a hat on top of it, uh, and uh, and and the boot on the way out. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's just coming off shoulder surgery, so yeah. uh, he's. Uh, I think this is a big year for him to prove that he's uh, still elite and healthy and can get through the year. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and. Um, Injury plagued quarterbacks get get real old uh, when you, if you're trying to if you're trying to make a run. So yeah, how much does age play mm-hmm. into that? So uh, how, of course, he he takes a few more hits than some of the other quarterbacks because mm-hmm. he runs a little bit. You know, they always say that, but I, I've seen these guys in the pocket the way they get hit. I believe I'd rather run with a ball than get hit blindside yeah, in the middle of the back. Still. Yeah. yeah, that ain't too good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, though. Well, it was just one of those freaky things. If you look at the play, he's just trying to make a move to get out of trouble. He doesn't see the guy from the backside, dives and grabs him by the foot, and of course his body then stops immediately, and then he, he lays down. So I mean, there's not. It's just, it's just football. There's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah. But it just seems like you know, like you said, all right, Cam's back. He's got his shoulder like he likes it. Oh, he's hurt again. Mm. So we'll see. So how, when do they kick off the regular season? Uh, what, two, two weeks. Two weeks. I figure he'll be he'll be back ready by then. Rick, uh, the Packers and Raiders carried their preseason game to Canada, but it wasn't a hundred percent effort because the field was only eighty yards long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got there and they didn't like the way the end zone looked, did they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the, the Canadian yeah. leagues have this gigantic end zone, uh, but wherever they were playing the field in Winnipeg. Uh, when they got out there, you know, the NFL officials got on the field. It's not good if you're trying to watch an NFL game. And officials are on the field with, and they're all standing around looking at grass yeah. and 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 stuff. pointing. Yeah, pointing. It's not good. So of course we know CFL uses the one hundred and ten yard field with the twenty yard end zone. Uh, the NFL is a hundred with ten yard end zone. So they really just ended up taking what this Canadian field, and it turned out to be eighty yards. Eighty yards. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. like you were watching youth football. And the, the Canadian, ten yard line was the goal. The Canadians too goal still have the goal post out in the middle of the field. So, yeah, yeah. this is the so second big. year we talked yeah, about this in the kickoff hour. This is the second year where we've tried to do a preseason game out of the country and it hadn't worked out. Mexico was last year. You remember the field? They yeah. couldn't even play on it; had to stay in the states. And then this year they got to play on eighty eighty percent of it. It ended up being a pretty good game. Uh, I mean, the, the Canadian fans saw a 22-21 Raiders victory. Did Antonio Brown play in this? I don't think he was mm-hmm. supposed to play based off uh, the latest hard knocks, but I think he was there and in uniform. Here's the goal. <laughs> That's weird. That is strange. <laughs> See how they got it set up? Yeah. It's youth football. Yes, it's, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's, 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 Let there. me ask you this. Were the, the, was the goalpost still out there in the field? Mm-hmm. Like for the way the Canadians have it, you or mean? Have it yeah, up? you definitely. I don't think you can move the goal, can you? I because I, 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 I don't know what they're playing on. It didn't obviously didn't have the even before it was ruled bad. It didn't have the twenty yard end zone. That looked mm-hmm. like artificial turf. I wonder how it was. I don't. Bad. Why does the story even talk about the twenty yard end zone if they're not playing on a field that had twenty yard? End well, zone? and I could be wrong here, but it, it said something about the goalpost. Uh, in in the article where it, the, the the spot was in front of the goalpost, and I I could be wrong, but is that where they moved it? Did they try to move it back, and that was the spot that they tried to move it from, or something? But it was definitely a spot in the end zone in front of the goalpost on one end. L- let me ask said, you: hey, This is why this is what I was thinking. This is why I was going to ask: <clears throat> Did they is the goalpost they cannot move it, and the players did not want to play no, on a. No, it was no, 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 no it, it was, was turf. Grass. It was turf. It was the grass. This, it was the turf. The, the, even before they made this ruling, it didn't look like the Canadian field. It no. looked like an NFL. NFL field. Correct. Field. Yeah, mm-hmm. they rolled it out. They'd already fixed everything, but then everybody got there and saw. Even though they fixed it to NFL requirements, the the distance and the, even the depth of the end zone, and you see the goalpost, it's sitting where it normally would sit yeah. for an NFL game. But they got there. And they realized from the five-yard line through the end zone, they found problems with the turf. So they they didn't want the players playing in that area, so they just made it 80 yards. Yeah. And like I say, it's a preseason game. Who cares? And right, Rick, but, the, but no. week three is pretty important on making cuts. I was going to say. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm mean, saying that's not going to change whether you make the team because I played on an 80 No, but yards. you got it. But no one no, – and that was, I think, their process on that. I think they said we got to we play. We still played. We got, hey, you're we the NFL, though. Can we not get a field dialed in? Right. It's the best Again, of the it best. Again, sneak up on you, like yeah. I said. I mean, I, it ain't like they, last week they said, let's go to Canada and play. Oh, let's get a field. They had a while to get ready for it. Yeah, them. they really right. did. Uh, Bubba, Steve Spurrier. Canada. Look at Steve Spurrier. Ooh. Steve Spurrier in the news again, Rick. We love Coach Spurrier. And, Rick, he says that he values his championship of the Alliance of American Football as much as his ACC or SEC championship. Well, that may be the dumbest com- uh, <laughs> comment I've ever heard. Do you, think he's, well, do you think he's messing with everybody? I think now, he is. Now, why he said this, the AFF came and went quickly. We never got a champion. But Coach Spurrier says because his team was leading the league at 7-1 and one, that he should be declared the champion. Of what? And the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, betting site agrees. And they named – the Orlando Apollos, the AFF honorary champions. Well, good. And Steve Spurrier accepts that championship, and he says it means a lot to him. Now he says it he means as accept- much. He said it means as much as his, his conference championships. He needs a physical. That's a little much. <laughs> now he didn't Something's say it meant as much as a national championship. But but well, he he's saying like a that conference championship no, doesn't I, mean as much as a national. But my point is, yeah. hey, the league didn't they didn't finish the season. He was champion, Greg. Well, so of what? Of of the of a, a league that lasted eight weeks, oh, <laughs> Rick. You Good know what I think. Hey, put your trophy you know what I really think. Steve, he loves to win. He loves to compete. And he had these very great 
historical teams that he won ACC and, and won SEC. And then he, you know, he had some he had some less than spectacular years at South Carolina. Honestly, Washington Redskins don't bring. I was going to say he, he didn't do it in the NFL either. So he, you know, and then when he came back to this. He goes out a winner, and I think that's why it means a lot to him because he he, he, he really was back did. on top. I mean, the way that mind. thing ended, and I think he's having a little fun. With I think he is he's too. having a blast. He's, he's the best at that. But the way that thing ended, I wouldn't want to even claim I was in it. I, let me tell you how Steve Spurrier <laughs> thinks. Steve Spurrier saying, other than the NFL, because you you have to say he he was never successful there, that he was able to garner success in any situation you put him in, yeah. including a, a thrown together league that he was able to take all these players. And put together a seven and one record, which was the best of the entire league for the eight weeks it was going. You mean yeah. champions of the AAL? Yep. Maybe he can get in the XFL next year and win it. I forgot all about that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Can't even remember. Well, I'll mind say right. this: if I'm an organization looking for a coach, he's one of the ones I reach out to. Correct me if today. I'm wrong. Is Bob Stoops not coaching in that league? Or he's a GM? He's something. I don't know if he's the coach know. or the GM in the XFL. You know, when they didn't yeah. let our city have one, I kind of didn't. I just didn't. The XFL. We were in the AAF. I don't know. Yeah, we chose that winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we were Another XFL great last time. Yeah, but but they weren't going to have an XFL and an AAF yeah. team in the same season. Unless you're well, we don't Los have, Angeles. We, we don't have that problem now. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's too late now, though. I Maybe they'll, they'll expand in season two. Maybe I still wear if my Birmingham, season, which ain't gonna happen. I still wear my Birmingham iron hat. Oh, I like that, yeah. and it has a B on it, so I just have that for Burgess. Yeah, it was cool looking uniform. I, I, I wear it all the time. The bolts were a good looking uniform. Uh, it was. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up before the day is done. We do want to thank former intern Juju, now uh, working uh, with the marketing team at Jack's Family Restaurants. It's Peach Fest at Jack's, and boy, they have stopped by, and they've got their new peach milkshake, uh, peach and cream cheese. Uh, don't forget, too, the peach and cream cheese fried pie is available, too, during Peach Fest. It's not just a milk. <laughs> First of all, peach milkshake. You had me at peach milkshake. But now, now you're doing a peach and cream cheese fried pie. Mm-mm-mm. Also, gracious. if you like uh, peach tea, they've got that. Peach lemonade, really, really good. All available. Now, th- these will be limited time offers because this is a it's peach fest uh, at Jack. So go out and enjoy all these delicious, especially now this stuff that's so, so hot in a lot of places. You mm-hmm. go by and get that peach milkshake and – Pick up that fried pie if you want the peach lemonade, that's good, or the peach tea. And then, of course, they brought a lot of their famous breakfast items here today, too, the golden ticket seats, enjoying those. So thank you, Jax, and thank you, Juju, for that. She sent me a picture of uh, something she found in the back of their corporate office, uh, and I thought I'd show that to you. Please look, Bubba. Oh, look at them guys. Please look right there. (laughs) Yeah. Look at that. That's what I'm saying. Looking good, fellas. Uh, Hey, looking great, guys. (laughs) Oh, Bubba working the stash. Yeah. Hey. Look at that, that looks right? came back, by the way. People yeah. are working the stash back. I know. I've noticed yeah. that. Oh, it I've is. That. And the handlebar is back, too. Saw another one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd go with the handlebar. <laughs> I mean, just a big That's hilarious. Raleigh fingers. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I think I did some good yesterday. You know how sometimes you almost – Bring on the good. Right? You, you almost feel like, you know, you there, there, there's a time that you get an opportunity to maybe make it, make it, maybe make a difference. And so um, – <laughs> We have um, – it's pretty much a weekly routine at, at, at our house. 
you know, we, we have a, a dog and the dog from time to time, because they're dogs, uh, they need to be bathed and they need to go in for their checkups and this kind of stuff. And, and, and fortunately our vet is, I mean, literally, is that even a mile, maybe a mile from our house? So it's pretty simple, you know, usually on Wednesday, Sherry takes the dog in for, you know, let's, let's get a bath and, and it, and the, the way the fur is on the dog, it might need some sort of grooming from time to time and all that. And then the Clipping thing, nails. and then the thing that I know is going to happen, and I certainly don't mind it. It's not my favorite, but I know what's going to happen is I'm going to get the text on your way home. Can you pick up the dog? And Rick, it, it, I, I would love to see you pick up the dog. Yes, well, yes, well, here's yes. here's the thing. I think yesterday I made a difference. <laughs> okay. I was Wednesday. I think Wednesday I made a difference. I really do. And you know, and and I realize, you know, don't be. Don't don't try to see if you can just make a point today that, that everybody needs to hear. Because what happens is I walk in, and I have to, first of all, be now thrown into the middle of pet people. Uh, and most of them are, are very, very serious about pet world. And, <laughs> and, they, and they're, they're, all, they're all carrying on weird conversations with animals and, and all of this. Weird voices. And, and so I walk in, and the young lady, who's very kind, uh, behind the counter says, well, hello there. Uh, and who are you here to pick up? Said I'm here to pick up Buddy. <laughs> and then it happens, and I was ready for it. What is Buddy's last name? Right. To which I said, and now I get the attention of the entire place. It's just full of animals. I said he doesn't have a last name because he's a dog. Would you like my last name? Did you? I did. Which makes sense. And I said, so he doesn't have a last name because he's a dog. I said, but Rick, I going to hurt his feelings. I, I said, but I have a last name. Would you like to have mine? And I'm the one paying for it. Yeah, and and, and Buddy doesn't have a posable thumb, so he can't pay for this. Uh-uh. Uh, so the human being who has a last name, I didn't say that, but so I said, uh, <gasps> but I did say he does not have a last he name because he's a dog. I said, but I have a last name. The dog's owner probably will put it all together. And uh, she yeah, said, she, you should be able to find him. So then, this is where I think I made a difference. And that was one point. And it was now around me. There's just picture dogs on leashes, just running, yeah. jumping up on couches, just all sniffing each other's butts, peeing in the floor. Sure. And so then, growling. So yeah. then, old lady trying to hold hers back. You got the yeah. one dog that doesn't like the other dogs. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. of them act right. Yeah. But there's always that one. Yeah. The cat people hiding over in the corner. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then, cats in carrying cases, and they love that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, oh, yeah, so anyway, it. she says, very kind, wonderful person. But isn't he a member of your family? And I said, uh, no. No, I, I said, he's owned by the family. I said, because let me tell you about members of our family. We don't make them sleep on the screened-in porch. No. <laughs> we don't tell them to go take a dump and pee in the yard. <laughs> no. The family members don't get treated like that. <laughs> that, that that's, they uh, got all kinds of stuff. Right. We also don't drop family members off here to be kept during the day to be groomed. <laughs> You know what I mean? To be, I said I'd never bring my kids here for y'all to give them a bath because they can bathe themselves, yeah. or, or we would. You know what I mean? Are you still in front of everybody? Yes, at this yeah. Point? And I, I was trying you're to just, say, you're just ranting. I was trying to say, I said, and I did. I said my point is, animals are wonderful, but they're not humans, and and, and I don't, we don't treat animals or act like they're human beings. They're not. We don't treat the animal the same way we do human beings. If we do, we should be arrested. You know, I mean, can you imagine me saying, "Hey, have you taken the kids out?" So they can go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, you know, like, I mean. Because they're not going to do it in the house. Hey, 
go go out there and let the kids go out one more time and then give them a biscuit and then leave them out on the screen to import. Just like, <laughs> yeah, you might have That's but, called abuse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we wouldn't do that. No. And see, it's okay. It's not abuse to treat Buddy that way. No. You know why? Because he's an animal. Mm-hmm. He, that that's actually a he's pretty good. good it's oh, a pretty buddy. good. It's a pretty good gig for yeah, Buddy. Yeah. Pretty good setup. But Buddy's got like you got him on a chain on a stake in the yard. Hey, look, no, let me tell you, Buddy's got a great gig. I, I looked at him last night. and He's sitting in there uh, watching TV with us, and he's just he's just he's got it made. There's never once has Buddy cared if he had a last name. Has he ever no, cared? He on his little pillow. Oh yes, <laughs> behaving just like a champ. And, uh, and 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 you know what he was being? He was being he was being a pleasure, not a hassle. And, uh, with and, a new haircut. When, and he smells good. Yeah. You know, it smells all powdered yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Norm- Ready to go. Yeah. Normally we wouldn't, we, we just wouldn't do the things to our children or to family members or to people with last names that <laughs> right. we do to Buddy. <laughs> no. So, uh, so, and you know what? At one time, I, I kid you not, Rick, I'm give, not. Give Buddy your last name. <laughs> Look, that's Buddy Burgess. <laughs> By the way, there's so many people that want Buddy. I keep telling them Betty has first shot. All right, so look, so because I'm an empty nester now, and if I now if I can just find a way to get rid of Buddy, I'm home free. But anyway, so as I was making the point, a woman with a dog that was too much dog for her is dragging her all over the vet, and, and I saw for a moment in her face. My gosh, she's making a great point. <laughs> this is not a family member. This is owned by the family. This yeah. is our this is our family dog. Property. Yeah. This is our pet. This is not a member of the family. He doesn't have a last name. Talk about Buddy Burgess. And I could see her mind turning. Like, but but I was very calm. Double B. And, and there was a moment I think that everybody said, "You know what? That needed to be said." Oh, Buddy Burgess. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for perspective. One time, Rick. Rick, let Buddy, Buddy have a last name. He does have a. Say, so I'm here to get Buddy Burgess. He has a last name, Dog. <laughs> Buddy time. the Dog. <laughs> Buddy the Dog. <laughs> and he, in his, in his, look, in his world, he's fantastic. But he's nowhere near as cool as my kids. I mean, no, it's, it's not no, even close. No. <laughs> and you know, Rick, he, does he get a Christmas gift? He does. Well, if the kid, if somebody else, gets, if that's fine, if you want to do that, but I don't. No, I don't. I don't say what is Santa bringing the dog. I know some of y'all do that. That's kind of weird. I don't do that, Rick. But he's excited because he knows it's Christmas. Right. Yeah, he doesn't get in the family picture that goes on the Christmas card. You know, that, some of y'all do that. That's fine. That's y'all's thing. And but uh, but it's Rick, not. Give Buddy a last night for Christmas. <laughs> he said one time, real quick. I just can't. Buddy <laughs> Lawson Burger. Because people. people <laughs> hey, People with last names don't sleep on the pool. Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here this hour. Eddie Van Adler's got the YouTube option for you. And uh, the Hash Brown Hero taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Look, there's Bill Bubba Buster. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for giving us this wonderful opportunity. Rick, I was going to tell you, um, I know Buddy is mm. highly trained. Oh, yeah. Great, great And dog. he doesn't have a last name. But, uh, you know, if he ever needs a play date and needs to get out, you know, I'm sure Betty would take him for a day or two. Oh, well, look, that's uh, – Now, the problem, when you get him back, he's going to have some bad habits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you can get the dog to stay on his place. (laughs) Well, I got news for you. You do what? (laughs) 
What'd you mm-hmm. say? I said, you can get the dog whisperer over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helms- He'll keep anybody's dog just for some reason. Not, <laughs> not anybody. So here, here's anybody. an emailer. Anybody. Here's an emailer about last names. And, of course, this is what people don't understand. What I would give if Buddy came out of the vet's office and said, hey, Dad, I thought Mom was picking me up. And to which I said, if Buddy could talk, he'll get a last name. Yeah, because we can make some money off of it. Let me tell you, Buddy starts talking, he'll get a last name. Amen. So uh, I, I love some of the creative names, though, that people come up with pets. And it seems like they're more creative now than they have been in the past. You know, we were pretty basic back in our days, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't remember. Sherry said that if you look at the paperwork on Buddy, he actually has three names because the kids all wanted to name him something different, and I think Sherry named him all three of them. Yeah. yeah. yeah he got papers, huh? I guess. Well, yeah, my I dog, my, my dog, Mr. Buddy James, I because he's Buddy, too, and he's confusing. We both have buddies, so he goes by Mr. Buddy James. <laughs> yeah. So we can tell the difference. Yeah, I, I think that Buddy has, and I can't remember all the names, I think that all the kids got officially to put the name down. I don't know how Buddy came – Buddy came to the forefront because that's the only dog I've ever loved. <laughs> and, oh, they uh, should have named him your name because you're his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> when you go pick him up. His daddy's here to get him. <laughs> I hate when they do that because I want to say, if I'm his daddy, I need to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm talking about on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, right. Y'all better care. Y'all, y'all, better, <laughs> y'all better carry me to a cage. You know what I mean? <laughs> you better study me. Right. Good gracious. Lisa in Prattville, Alabama. Lisa, I-92, go ahead. Rick's about his daddy. Hey, uh, Rick, I just want to say I really like listening to your Bible study on Wednesdays. Thank you. But our dogs have middle names. We have we always name it after a family member, and we ran out of middle names, so I had to give one dog my dad's middle name, and I called him, and I said, Dad, you have a dog named Cooper O'Neill. And he was mad that we named a dog after him, but our, yeah, that, all our dogs have middle names. Not trying to speak on behalf of your dad, but that's not the tribute dad's looking for. No. no. You know, to, to have uh, the dog named after him. Yeah, we have a grandchild coming, we're going to name him after That's a little different. Hey, Dad, we didn't name our kid after you, but we did name our dog after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, kids. After all, I busted my tail for you. <laughs> uh, Jimmy in the great state of Tennessee. Jimmy, hello. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, Rick, hey, I just wanted to say you are 100% correct about people with last names do not sleep on the porch. Because apparently they just go to California to sleep on the street. Yeah, that's right. That logic doesn't work. Yeah. There. yeah, in California, you can't tell humans from animals because they're all living in the same conditions. Yeah. And, and dumping in the same The animals yeah. might be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The animals may be cleaner. Look, when humans go south, they're, they're dirtier than, than animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby and Pelham, 1047. First, not near as pretty. No, 1047 <laughs> WZZK. Go ahead. Uh, Hey, uh, hey, Rick. Uh, you know, I have uh, some family members that treat their dogs like their family and say that they're family. In fact, yeah. one of my family members actually has a bumper sticker that says, "This is literally what it says: Humans or dogs are people too." That's and I funny. always tell them, you know, if you ever want to see the difference between a human being and a dog, just see how people react when one of them goes missing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sadly, sometimes you can't tell the difference on that either. Uh, well, here's here's the one point. It all it's really simple for me. They don't have pants on. Yeah. Uh, they have no pants. I mean, I know some people try to put pants on them, but anything that, any anything like Bubba said this, and I've used this as a marker from Bubba. Really, that's where one. There's a lot of lines, but that's a pretty easy one. If if you don't if you are not aware that you need to put pants on, and then you put them on. Then, then you're not you're not you're a downgrade, Rick. That's that, that, a that's the line right there. Yeah, I right. think that's the line where you cross over. If you ask yourself, "Why do I not have pants on?" Right, 
And see, animals never ask And, that. Rick, if you can hold down a job and pay taxes. <laughs> right, right. I'll tell you what's a big one, too. Be able to turn the doorknob. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, some, some, it can you, be difficult you, if you can't. Uh, anonymous caller out of Weaver, Alabama. Go right ahead. Weaver. I, I was driving through Weaver the other day, and I was, just heard the Willie and Wanda story. Well, I look over, and I see this man in the Richard Petty hat, Jesus haircut. <laughs> and I ask a couple friends of mine that live out there, and they say that that is, in fact, the same guy that went on the trip to Los Angeles with y'all. You know, we have no comment. Rumor has it, huh? I don't have any comment, and this is, this is, these are, there are certain things that we say cannot be done on Friday. And this conversation is going to have to be one of them. <laughs> you're bringing back trauma. Yeah. You're bringing back all sorts of. And I was just in that area last Sunday. I'm in that area yeah. a lot. Yeah, I don't it's funny since you mentioned dogs. I mean, sometimes you let sleeping dogs lie. We yes, all know yeah. that. Oh, okay. That's there, 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 there it is. Chuck, Birmingham, mm-hmm. Alabama, 1047 WZZK. Chuck, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to comment uh, real quick on Bubba's lightning uh, situation. I had lightning hit the house three months ago, and I killed every single. Uh, electronic device in the house uh, mm. three months later and I still haven't gotten everything back and on the uh, the uh, Raiders game last it, that played I watched it uh, went to watch it last night and turned it on and heard Beth and quickly yeah. said nope oh, and went wow. to something oh, wait else a minute. that was Mowen, another thing Beth Mowen Beth Mowen did the, the game she's yeah. allowed to call the Raiders oh, oh, they were talking about how confusing it was for them because they the yardage markers yardage. weren't right you're talking about yardage <laughs> The, Beth no, the, the numbers weren't right. It didn't. It you're didn't talking match about up. the yards. You're talking about yeah, Raiders, Raiders and Packers and yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to admit, Fooding. did y'all for just a minute hope, like deep inside, but you didn't want to say it, that she had lost her passport and could get back? <laughs> She's in Canada. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. Did like she start calling hockey? Like she can't get back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. No. I have my. I have my passport. <laughs> I have my passport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm authoritative. You know, I know the sport. I know a lot about football, Greg. Sport, you know, linebacker, tackle, tackle, timeout. How about a touch, Rick? I want to hear her. Ah, I want to hear her talking to the agents at the airport who won't let her through because she can't find a TSA agent. Uh, Yeah, hey TSA, I'm Beth Mowens. Just called the Raiders and the Packers game. Got my passport. This is my passport. I've been in line. I've been in line. Hold on. Wait a minute. Give me a timeout. Well, you're really honing that in. You really yeah, are. I'm, You've I'm picked good. up wow. extra sounds this year. I have. I've been, pra- been working. I've been practicing. I can tell. Yeah. I'm just about where I could let her do play-by-play and Gary do cover. That's good. Gary. Hey, hey, Beth, you can't even have a goal post. Look, it screwed up the end zone. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Ted Birmingham, one zero four seven WZZK. Ted, go ahead. Hey, uh, you know Nick Saban's been worried about uh, the stand, the fans, the students not staying in the stadium for the whole game at Alabama, and so he's convinced the uh, administration down there to give them points if they're at the game toward their subject matter, but they have to stay for the entire game. I, that's a new way of earning uh, education credits. Is uh, Saban says if you don't stay at the game, you don't get them. So this is uh, how do you document it, that? I started. To, you know, I heard that story. How how do you implement that though? Yeah. How do you monitor who's at the game? I know they scan their whatever their card or ticket when they go in, but then how do you how do you manage that that information? How do you know when they leave? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. And it's tough to stay when they're they may give them the sisters of the poor. They may yeah. give them something when they're going out. I don't know. I mean, when it's 80 to nothing. Craig, right here on Friday. Buddy. 
mean, and it's not their fault. I mean, I get it. People give Bama a hard time. I know who, who's going to play them on a, on a non-conference game. I mean, they can't find anybody to uh, what about, to make Greg, up for. What about Sisters of the Board? Sisters of the Board. Right you there. give them an appearance fee, they're there. <laughs> they'll, they'll take uh, a meal. Beth, oh, Bowens, oh. Beth Bowen has a game, the Tide taking on Sisters of the Poor. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd, during that game, Rick, I'd leave and just get an F that day or whatever credit points I'm not supposed to get. The students are still here to get their credits. 71 to nothing going into the second. <laughs> Uh, Catherine in Alabama. Catherine, go ahead. Hi. Uh, y'all talked about this, I'm sure, before, but the other day I was walking into, I think I'm allowed to say the name of the store, Lowe's, mm-hmm. and was licked by, uh, a woman was bringing her dog in on a leash, and I got licked by the dog. Uh, Could have been and worse. Then- Could have been the woman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that on end the boat, and the dog did not have a, uh, he was not a service dog, um, got on in the store, and there was another dog in there on a leash. I passed him, and he started doing a rather ferocious bark, not a friendly bark. So I tracked down one of the store employees, and I back up one second. I did see the, the they now have a sign outside the door that says, um, service dogs and something to the effect of friendly animals allowed. Oh, yeah. But what a, what a I dumb didn't, idea. I, didn't, I don't want to be, be yeah, yeah, yeah. by a dog or, or whatever. So I tracked down a store employee and just asked for an explanation. And she said they actually allow people to bring their pets in and they'll rope off a part of the store and they, so the animal can become, animals can become socialized. And as long as the pets are friendly, they can walk them through the store. And I know it's more everywhere I go, people are bringing. I know yeah. it's getting where you can't go anywhere and get away from animals. We got to stop. The animal people are going to have to manage their animal in their own animal management life, and quit bringing them out for everybody else to have to deal with. Can you imagine that being what you got to do at Lowe's? Just leave them at home. Y'all, like, you, you ought to be able to Rick. go at Lowe's Rick. and not get licked. You can't go anywhere now that you're not just inundated <laughs> with, with animals oh, on leashes everywhere. Uh, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. You can join us at eight six six. We be big. Adam is standing by. He said he can clarify something we were just talking about. Hey, Adam, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm good, boy. How are you doing? All right, we're getting after it. All right. Uh, what it is, uh, it's a cell phone app that you log into with your student ID, and it tracks your position within the stadium. So if you leave before the game is over, they'll ah. register that. Mm. But it's oh. not for grade. Um, Hash Brown was telling us. Mm-hmm. It, it gives you you get a better chance to get postseason tickets. Is that what it is? You build up yeah, points. Okay. You get points towards yeah, playoffs and national. Yeah. He's saying you could use it for that. No, that, that's what it's for. Right. I mean, that, that's it's not. The caller said it was about, about gr- some type of grade, but it's not. Oh, it's yeah. about that. Yeah, it's the points. Well, I, points just leave you, you get a better chance. Leave your phone with somebody if you and leave. Well, it, it feels <laughs> if, if it feels odd to me that uh, a, a program with this much success and people who would love to go to the games that we're having to beg the students to stay for the blowouts uh, because we're trying to create a good environment for when we bring recruits and, and all of that. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, how about this? Just, uh, I mean, as crazy as it is. It just feels weird. When you're extremely successful. Yeah. And people just get, I hate to say it, they get bored of being so successful. I mean, they're not interested until it gets to the playoff. That's just human nature. Yeah, you know? yeah no, I understand. <clears throat> I, I hear you. 
Um, speaking of uh, some updates, we have a little Trump update for you here. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some, you might find deal or no deal. I don't wear it to play. It's my hair. Vote Trump. Well, we have an <laughs> Iowa professor. Yeah, have you seen this thing, Bubba? And this is the thing you were kind of talking about the other day. So, yeah, guys, I'm not making this up, and it's a whole – we might as well – I'll do this and we can get to it. I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. So I'm sitting here today, and, uh, and Bubba and I had a pretty deep conversation, which made it even odder, that we, we came in and we sat down, and I see – first of all, Bubba says something that was kind of odd to Speedy. And he, for some reason, has declared that Speedy is is our is our think tank on anything involving dancing. Well, really? I don't know, and I don't yeah, know where he, he got that. He, he goes, well, Speedy, I know you're, you're, you're kind of the dance guy. Oh, well, yeah, he does it. that. And yeah. Speedy's the only one here that does the worm. That's right? a good point. So Bubba, <laughs> for some reason, and I do not know why, mm-hmm. at 55 and looking sharp, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it, wanting Speedy – for some reason, to identify and to tell him how to do a dance yeah. from a video from the artist from South Korea, Sai. So you yeah. heard this yeah. conversation? It was happening right here. And, uh, and, and then I, when I keep – one time I said, Rick, just tune out. And then I said, I can't. It's, it's like looking at a, at, a, at a wreck or something. I have to keep staring at it. Hey, baby. And then I, to make it even better, it said something about I want to learn the dance for – Ask your daddy or something. And and, <laughs> what? And, 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 what, what and you're on the outside. You're, yeah, did, the, you're way on the outside. No, the best part is you don't realize the depth of the conversation we just had. Is that <laughs> what this movie's been doing all day? Is that what that is? Well, yeah, yes. what? That's, that's what we like about He's the Rick and Bubba show here. It's, you know, it's all over the But road. I'm talking about watch. So when you see Bubba doing these these arm moves you're seeing, I think it's tied to this. He's working on his on He's the working dance. on it. And He's he asking for confirmation on Speedy. Am I doing this right? I'm trying to. For some reason, Speedy. I'm trying to. To break down this step and, and see what what's going this, on. And what is this? What is the song? Something about daddy. Uh, Who's this your daddy? Is, this is uh, got it from my daddy by si- Well, it's the actual song name is Daddy. So <laughs> and, uh, but Rick, you you know how I, I you know I have a you know I have a love for South Korean dance music. I know you do. And Rick is daddy. It's, it's, a, it's a little known fact. <laughs> no, no, Rick. It's not, well, they say you got it from. But the song's actually called Daddy. But, but listen, here's here's the part. Look, I, here's the part. No, don't miss because I want to complete this because I want to be sure I had it right. So I'm I'm pretty sure that I have everything factual. That Bubba thought Speedy could teach him how to do this dance for some and, reason, and he wanted to know what it was called. Uh, and so they find it in the video and they're discussing it. Then someone asked, I don't remember if it was me or Speedy, it's a logical question. Bubba, why at 55 oh. do you want to do the dance from the song Daddy? And, uh, and Bubba said, I think that this is part of him wanting to exercise more. He what? did say something I, like I, that. I think it was so tied to exercise that I think Bubba is going to start doing some sort of exercise while, while doing South Korean dance music exercise. Dance exercise well, with I'm Bubba. Just, you know, I'm just touching up some of my dance moves, Rick. Today's yeah. workout, daddy. Huh? Yeah. There, there it is. That's uh, the dance. Is that right the there. one? That's, That's it. it. Right, right there. there. That's the step. <laughs> yeah. It's just a step. You know, it's not right. a dance, right. per se, but it's just a move. 
And, and for and some I reason, was you went to Speedy for it. Well, Speedy, I was just, I was just asking him what you know if he had seen this or knew <laughs> about it. Yeah, well, I was just inquiring. Ricky, that's all. Is that the one you want? Yeah, this, yeah that right it. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not complicated. And why you got to turn and, sideways? And why yeah. is it is it that one or this one that you were wanting to do? <laughs> no, I got that. Okay, and, and so he's doing it again. And right why there, do you want to do it? Well, I'm just curious about exactly what was going on there. You know, I've got my you know my my set of dance moves, and I, I thought I might add that one to the rotation. Add, right? Oh, yeah. Do the do the hopping. But I, thing you know, you I, I I I was just looking at that and trying to figure right. out what was going on. And uh, I wish that Bubba yeah. could do it that fast, just like <laughs> I do too. Could, but, could, but, could you try but to also, do it? Could Rick, you try? I also like to study Pop and John. See, so right. you know, I, I well, like some and of I tell you, too, I think so. where you gave him that when you were leaner, you could pop and we could tell it. Right now, now it's lost in the fast. Yeah. Now, now when you go to pop and we don't even know what you. Doing. Yeah, I, 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 I thought you had to... gas. <laughs> See, if you're fat, the wave is lost. Right. You know what I mean? You, you have the popping face on, it doesn't but... go up. It just got, you know, Rick, it, it goes up and it just shakes like jelly. You know what I mean? <laughs> So you start thinking, he start thinking, oh, he's got a stomachache. No, Rick, I'm popping. <laughs> you know, Mad Max, Poppin' John, you know, I like to study them too. Sigh. Sigh. You know. But for uh, that conversation, Greg, I'm talking about, we're coming, I mean, you're booping about the National Anthem. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Rick, you know in that song, Daddy. Uh, you know, come here, what's this dance this guy's doing? It's, I got side, it from, from my daddy. From the, got it from my daddy. What's the song's actually called, Daddy? <laughs> and, uh, I want to do daddy dance here. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big's the number. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba hiring people. Just in, it's not just as easy as putting an ad or in the paper or posting something on some job board. Look, you got to do better than that. Uh, with uh, look, there's a lot of competition out there right now for good people, uh, and that's the reason why you need to take your opportunity and be sure you post it at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. We'll get you fifty dollars off your first job post if you use our URL. That's LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, over 600 million members visit LinkedIn to make connections, learn and grow as professionals, discover new job opportunities. In fact, LinkedIn members are adding 15 new skills to their profiles and apply to 35 job posts every two seconds. You got to get in front of the people. I mean, the next hire is big for your company. You, you ain't got time to be worrying about all the things that LinkedIn.com slash Bubba does for you. You just want to know if you're getting a good, a, a good hire. Uh, so get you if you're if you're not posting at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, it's not in front of the people you want. So do that now. We'll give you fifty dollars off the first job post uh, by going to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right. So we we actually were doing a Trump update, and then I I remembered that conversation. I heard Bubba talking to Speedy, and um, you know this is uh, it, you never know here. I mean, hey, you never know. There, there's nothing we could say that would be more accurate about this show than you just never know. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm proud of that, Rick. Yeah, uh, and and it gets difficult if you're trying to sell the show because people want to hear what the show is in kind of a soundbite, and you can't do it. Nope, nope. Can't, don't you think the best way if you give a soundbite is to say, "Look, it's a show about anything." Yeah, absolutely. And and while it may limit uh, what we can do with some radio people, uh, it has been the thing that keeps us getting up. No doubt. For 25, hopefully. <laughs> 
30, 35 years. Yeah, I mean, like, like I look up and I, I see, like, if, if we were a show that was one topic every day, I, we'd already be done. Because we, we have such yeah, a burnout yeah. fact. I look up one day, I mean, they're waiting. They want football season to start so bad on ESPN. I'm thinking, you're going to work. You have to talk about sports every single day. Mm. And then I look up one day, and they're doing, who are, who are the best players of all time at each uh, position? You know what I said? That means they're hung. They're waiting on football to start. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, we're, we're oh, oh, that how today. about that? How about that? Hey, that topic's never been done before. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, how many times have we You're done You're my best of all time. Oh, who? The best running backs are Jim Brown and Walter Payton. God, late. What? <laughs> you know, that was said 12 years ago, and I agreed with it then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's back. Yeah. So it just, um, I'm, I'm like you. It keeps it fresh. We keep it moving. And sometimes I know the thing that you love about the show can at times be the things you the thing you don't like that means Daddy. we're talking about something that we just Got feel like talking about mm-hmm. but anyway on this one I right, and I've been, I want to get this right cuz I know this this seems to be you know I guess it was um it's been a few years ago we tried to address um the things that we don't say correctly mm. no not that again I don't think it, we've made a lot of progress you know but I, but I try to get a run at it and and A N T I F A is that Antifa yeah, is that I think that's how everybody says it. Because people Antifa. will say it different in news reports. And other, you know, I sometimes. have heard it said different. I have but. too. But are we are we okay? Antifa. To, Antifa. Yeah. Greg, don't start that. Just no, go I mean, Antifa. Because yeah. you know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to call in and claim that's what it is. Antifa. Yeah. yeah. Whatever okay. it is. Yeah, I have. They I, heard I, it on so and so. Well, I've heard it. Fascism. Yeah, yeah. All but right. of course, these people, Antifa. these people do not mm-hmm. understand fascism. No, because exactly. They, what they're, they're doing. They're for. <laughs> yes. they're, they're, yeah. they're for fascism <laughs> by saying they're against it. And what they, here's what they are. They're anarchists, is what they are. Yeah, right. if yeah they do, want no rules. Nobody to ever tell me I'm wrong at anything I do. The only foul is telling me I can't do anything. Right. And so. and and we better decide on some of the behavior they're doing now about attacking people who have an opposing point of view, uh, demonizing people, physically harming people. Mm-hmm. And and look, somebody that something bad is going to happen at some point against these people and they're going to learn a very deadly lesson. And and they I mean they really they they're anarchists like yeah. Bubba said they want they want there to be no rules, no order, chaos, chaos, chaos. Well, we've got a professor today in Iowa, and you know we we all talk about freedom of expression, but it's been pretty well documented. You can't threaten to bash or kill the president, mm-hmm. uh, and so we've got a professor at at some community college uh, in Iowa uh, has openly declared his support for the violent far left Antifa movement. Uh, he came under fire for inflammatory social media post. That included the desire to bash President Trump with a baseball bat. Okay. Mm. Uh, his All name right. is Jeff Klinsman. Uh, he is uh, an adjunct English professor, whatever that means. That- uh, and uh, and he's been there nearly 10 years at Kirkwood Community College in Cedar Rapids. Mm. And um, That he- usually means they bring you in for expertise. You didn't come up through the education Understood. ranks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a – I didn't come through the normal path. All right. So he was he was there was a TV station that questioned him over his social media activity and he said I affirm that I am Antifa uh and um, and of course he says um I stand behind my comments he is willing to apologize cuz he also included all Christians and uh, to any Christians offended by his comments but I affirm that I am Antifa um he had posted Seeing now, now see these are these crazy posts. When you get into crazy, we, I'm, I don't think it's unreasonable for us to demand if you are c- complaining about a narrative 
you must, and I know I'm getting like a broken record on this, you must be able to identify and clearly point out what what would confirm your narrative. Yeah. You just can't make blanket statements and somebody go, we don't even know, what are you talking about? <laughs> Can you give us an example? So uh, this is what I mean. Seeing what evangelical Christians are doing to this country, and it and its people's and its people fills me with rage and a desire to exact revenge. Uh, and then, of course, uh, according to this re- uh, TV station, he made a comment about attacking Trump. He said, "Yeah, I know. I'd clock him with a bat," and that was response to a tweet by Trump where the president slammed Antifa, uh, and he called them radical left whack jobs who go around hitting people over the head with baseball bats, he said, yeah, I'd like to clock the president with one. Meaning, yeah, that's what we do, and I'm going to do it to you. And so that's uh, when they come and visit you. Right? What does he mean? You get that, that knock on the door. Listen, like that. seeing what evangelical Christians are doing to this country and its people fills me with rage and desire to exact revenge. What are we doing? <laughs> what, Serving mean? and loving others? Yeah. yeah. You mean uh, <laughs> telling the truth, not stealing, not lying, <laughs> no world. not bearing false witness, uh, Definitely fight, not fighting like injustice? No. Uh, wherever you can, uh, trying to help people out that need help. Yeah, I know that that just makes for a terrible place. I'm going to try to get into the mind of the crazed here. Is he trying to say because you see some, some, and I want to say some, some evangelical leaders are huge supporters of Trump, so somehow he thinks that Trump got the evangelical right to support him, and that's why he – and it's and it's the evangelical rights fault that he's president. No, again, it goes back to he doesn't want any rules. Any rules and he yeah. sees yeah. Christians as a bunch of rule givers That's that, right. that he can't break. Right. I'm told that I can't lie. I'm told I can't steal. Right, I'm right. told I can't smoke what I want to smoke. Understood. Can't bet what I want to bet on. I can't drink what I want to drink. Can't sleep who I want to sleep with. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how he views it. It's so interesting you said that. I kid you not. I got this text, and I won't say where it came from yesterday. I know him, Rick. I know and him it, well. And it says, you're, he said, hey, give me, I've noticed some things that are going on right now by the Antifas of the world. What's the list of things that the Antifa type of people think Christians are the most judgmental? He put down, you know, homosexuality, gender identity, uh, abortion. Uh, and, of course, to your point, I said, well, they, they, they don't like there to be any rules about fornication, any rules about alcohol, any rules about entertainment, any rules about modesty. They certainly don't want to hear anything talking about any kind of church attendance, the exclusivity of Jesus as the only way to redemption. Uh, they don't like the church's view on excessiveness. Mm-hmm. So really, I guess that's what it, hey, it's all about rules, to right? Them. Right. Yeah. I got you. So, or the way they see it. The bottom line is the church uh, has standards that and, and a right and wrong, and we're anti any of that. Yeah, they are called commandments, not suggestions. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah, that that's true. Uh, but but again, this is where they get inconsistent again. And I <laughs> and, and I talked about this a little bit on Wednesday. But if anything goes, so that means that anything Christians want to do right. goes too. I mean, oh, but wait, yeah. you've crossed the one rule they got. You can't tell me I'm wrong. That's right. Yeah. So as you said, and that's that's what they're mad about mm-hmm. on all of that stuff. Anything goes to the far left except disagreeing with them. Right. That's exactly. not that, that. That is the that is the that's unforgivable not sin. That's not allowed. Yep. And so sometimes the things that they, but I'm telling you what needs to happen. And, and it goes back even like you were talking about with the alternative lifestyles and all this. Look, you you can do what you want to do now. There's mm-hmm. no need for mm-hmm. you to be in the closet. Mm-hmm. 
but they want you to endorse it. And when you will not endorse it, that that crosses their rule of you disagree with it. Affirm it, celebrate it. Yeah. Affirm it. Yeah. I mean. So the other thing, uh, yeah, you're 100% right. Agree with that totally. The um, But I'm, here's back to the original thought about them, though. But here's what's not good. We've talked about this with some of the wars we've had in, against enemies. There, there are some groups of people that all they understand is for you to break their will to continue to do things. Right. And if you're going to hit people and you're going to spit on people and you're going to punch people, uh, you're going to kick people when they get on the ground, at some point somebody's going to say, we're going to give tenfold back to you what you're doing to people, and then y'all decide how many of y'all want to be killed while you're trying to attack people. And what's going to happen? They're going to attack the wrong person. That person's going to be armed, and that person's going to shoot about four or five of them, and, and they're going to be laid in the streets in pools of blood, and then everybody's going to say, hmm, I don't know if this mean tweeting and attacking conservative voices is worth it. That's where this is going to end. And, everybody, yeah, you know it, and when it happens, everybody write that down because they're, right, they're, they're, they're around something that's flammable, a tinderbox, and they keep playing with matches around it, and, and they keep causing sparks, and then, and then eventually they're going to get a fire, and it's going to be really, really ugly. Uh, we'll be back. Phone calls are next at 866 We Be Big. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up with your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. 866 We Be Big is the number. Uh, there's lines available. You get in right now. There's the Hash Brown Hero. He's ready taking your phone calls. Come on in. Here we go. A long distance. Here we go. Every assistance. Every cook to on two. Say, hey, Emma. This is Mr. 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 Man Blue. He said hello and put me on hold. To say the least, the cat was cold. He said, oh, don't call us child. We'll call you. Well, come on in. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. 30 seconds buzzer sounds. Meaningless shout out. Shameless plug. Everything else is wide open. Bubba totes a timeout. So does Helmsy. Uh, but they only have one apiece. We'll start with John in Montgomery listening to I-92 <laughs> WLWI. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, John, go right ahead. Hey, man, I, I'm a former Army uh, soldier and a veteran. Um, Thank you for your service. And a former law enforcement veteran. And... uh by definition, Antifa, if anyone really wanted to be honest about it, is considered a domestic terrorist group. And no one's saying anything about it. This white supremacy narrative keeps being <laughs> pushed. And if you look at what a national is, if you even just open up a dictionary and read it, you know, if anybody had common sense enough to open up and read, that the, the definition that these people like – the squad or any radical Democrat wants to push, it's not the same. They're trying to push a narrative of what a nationalist or a white supremacist is. And we, as Christians, our so-called Christian believers, don't subscribe to that. And, you know, back in the forming of our country, Thomas Jefferson wrote some letters, and it said that the state should never dictate what the church does. The church should always dictate what the state does. Without a sense of morality in any state, country, or organization or business, it is doomed to failure. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And uh, you're right. What they're trying to do is hope that nobody will inform themselves, and they want to take the narratives, and they'll tell you the definition of words 
even though the definition isn't that, they want you to think it is, and maybe you won't look. But you're right. If you'll just go look at the definition of a fascist, a definition of a nationalist, you'll see immediately that really, wait a minute, what y'all are trying to do is what they did, and that is thought control, take away everybody's guns, gigantic central government. Um, you know, People tell you what you can and can't do. Um, all for the good of what a better society, and uh, and 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 it's you you can't fall for it. And and there's going to be look the good thing about Americans, and I know we've gotten soft, I know we've gotten apathetic, and that's certainly true in general. But there's still there's still a, a DNA of Americans that are accustomed to having to fight off tyrannical governments and to fight off terrorists, and eventually. If Antifa and the far left begins to push and push and push, there will be a pushback. And and, and I'm not saying that I hope that happens or whatever. I'm just telling you it, it is going to happen, and it's going to be a very bad scene. And and if the folks that – this new thing of if you disagree with me, I attack you physically, I try to destroy your life, uh, I try to remove your name from history, uh, I try to destroy your family – uh, I try to destroy everything about you. People are not just going to sit around and take that. I mean, I mean, well, and understand, about, and hey, understandably. Yeah. Think about when the president is sworn in, he swears to uphold the Constitution and oppose enemies of that Constitution at home and abroad. Right. Yeah. Morgan Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Morgan, go ahead. Hey, gentlemen. How y'all doing this morning? We're, We're great. Good. good. Hey, I just want to let y'all know that I'm a pilot by trade, and I fly all over the country, and I've walked for miles and miles in some of the biggest cities. But last week or the week before last, I was in Portland, Oregon. That is the scariest town I think I've ever been in. In the middle of the day, 8 o'clock in the morning, Antifa's already starting their march downtown, right next to people that are smoking crack pipes and stuff. <laughs> it was the most it was the, uh, it was the most unnerving place I'd ever been. I just stayed in the hotel. You know, I'm hearing that too. We're we're wow. getting more and more Portland stories that that, yeah. that place is yeah. So that's confirmation. We continue. Uh, let's go to R- uh, Randy Silicaga. Randy, Randy, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How y'all doing? Good, we're great, good. I'm Danny Gilbilly. Last time I called y'all was from Flagstaff, Arizona. Broke down on a bus. <laughs> oh, how about that? <laughs> remember, that's been years ago. About eight years ago. Oh, we don't even remember last week, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But but I'm the one, trust me, when my family and me are attacked, I'm the one that's going to fight back now. Yeah, I mean, me. yeah, well, it's. I'm the, it. It's, I'm it's, it. Just say, hey, just so you know. Just so you know. I'm, I'm the one. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, Charlie Tuscaloosa. Charlie. Charlie, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Wow, what a wheel. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, that was it. Uh, we that continue. That's for you, Greg. John <laughs> in Mississippi. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. How you doing? Good morning, guys. I just want to congratulate the report of uh, Barack and Michelle Obama uh, about the purchase of $15 million estate on Martha's Vineyard. Only in America can a bunch of liberal socialists uh, buy a $15 million mansion based on capitalism. And the money that they acquired by being a capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, capitalism. How yeah. that happened. Well, what it is, if you want to act like, it's one thing to act like a socialist. It's another to be one. 
But remember, even in socialism, the ruling class, they don't live the way everybody else lives. No. And remember, even with communism, Rick, you're given as you have a need. Well, the ruling party has a higher need than everybody else. Let me tell you, too, we'll hear more about it later. We might even cover it today. But, you know, AOC has come out now, notorious AOC. She has said that the Electoral College oh, yeah. is racist. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 again, I'd like to hear the details of that narrative. <laughs> <laughs> everything's racist. Yeah, but, yeah, Anytime not, you back them in a corner, racist. But you got to yeah. show it. You know what I mean? You got to show me how it is. Yeah. You can't yeah, just. just, you can't just well, no. Look, it really, uh, it really doesn't matter. It was the contract to get right. states to join the union. You're stuck with it. Right. Yeah. You can't break it now. But back to and the it makes sense. Back, or they get out. Back to the Obamas. <laughs> there is not an, another country on the planet where the Obamas could have the opportunities they were afforded by this country, and to be buying a fifteen million dollar house at Martha's Vineyard. There's not another place that that could have taken place. Look, I'm happy for it. And I am too. Good for them. You know what? It, it shows. And good for Bernie and all that. But I want it to be good for anybody who wants to achieve right. that. Right. And anybody who can achieve that. Not for them to get it and then them tell everybody else, you need to be taxed into oblivion so you can't join us. But, but can you really say anymore that a country remains racist that gave an eight-year, the maximum amount of time, to an African-American family at the highest-ranking office no. in the country and the highest-ranking office in the world. No. Can you really say that? I don't think so. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Is this the real life? Or is this just radio? Seven minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. A brand new hour now from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, and you can certainly join us at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll chat with you again this hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all on Team Rick and Bubba. Eddie Van Adler has the YouTube option for you live and archive. Ash Brown Hero, student at Rick and Bubba University, earning his degree in Common Sense. He'll get you set up, ready to go this hour. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? Rick, glad to be here. Glad to be living in the greatest country the world has ever seen and a child of the 80s. Uh, well, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. No, does it? it doesn't. So no, it doesn't. Um, now we have um, – does anybody remember what we call the – is it Cortez update? What do we label yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Notorious AOC. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Is that – all right, let's see if this is the – is this it? The world is going to yeah, end yeah. in 12 years yeah, if you don't yeah. address climate change. Cassio Kid. Cortez update. Alexandria Cassio 
She got them realtor eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. You mentioned it last hour, man. The latest call from Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is that the Electoral College is racist and a racist scam. A racist scam. Um, does she, does, you know what? It's so funny. Mike uh, uh, Huckabee chimed in on all this and said that uh, AOC statements were more evidence that she never took a civics class. Yeah. Uh, she said, he said that the Electoral College is good for Democrats and Republicans. Um, and Rick, it kind of goes back to the history of the country, uh, why it was done, and there were several reasons. And I know at times you think, well, shouldn't it just be one person, one vote? But the problem is if you do that, and the reason that the founders of the country did not want that to happen is that New York State and California would choose every president. Mm -hmm. The rest of us would not matter. You're talking about being disenfranchised. And the problem is even more so, and it goes back to when the Brits gave us our independence. They did not grant the United States of America independence. They granted the rights to 13 independent states. Right. That is the legal holders of this land, of this country. And then they decided to join a union and form together for the common good. But they retained a lot of their rights as independent countries, if you would, or states that joined a union. And it has evolved from that, but it's set up in our Constitution very clear how this is done. But only AOC could find that this is somehow racist. Now, for it to be racist, it would have had to have been racist when it was set up when there wasn't a whole lot of diversity here to begin with. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. 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 Only, at one time, only white men voted, and then women voted. We, we didn't give the right to vote to anybody of color for quite a while. So uh, I don't think it could have had a, a racist intent since there was no fear of another race of people influencing anything because they didn't even have the right to vote. Right. So you, you might want to go back and look at the history. And Well, this is just the, the normal thing. It's just if anything you don't like, you just right. label it racist, and you throw yeah. that at it, and you see if that sticks. And, you know, it's just I really <laughs> thought that they would drop that play from their playbook when Trump went in because he had such a record of diversity and the people he's hired, the people mm-hmm. he puts in charge of things. Bubba, come on now. And I mean, they have you made it, they that. have made it, uh, uh, their number one battle cry now. Well, I again, mean, it's, it's amazing how they can turn anything. Every comment, every free thought, every word is racist in some form or fashion. Couple problems. Again, you mentioned some, Here, here's another problem. We are not a democracy, right? We are a constitutional Republic. That's why we're set up that way. We have representatives and we have senators, and uh, as Bubba just said, we took a bunch of countries and put them together in a union under a constitution, and then we set it up as a constitutional republic. So you'd have to change the form of government, okay? So also, which would require changing the constitution, which mm-hmm. has a there is a recipe to do that, right? You and have we to do, have three quarters of the states, and we do give and we do give more weight to the places with the most population. Yes, they absolutely do. That's why. It is important to win New York or California or Florida or Texas or Illinois in the, in the election. And I, and I must tell Cassio Kid Cortez something terribly inconvenient, terribly inconvenient, because I know that in the, the, the ones who scream racism are some of the most racist people you'll ever meet, because what they want to do is just act like 
whatever the color of skin that you have, that everybody with that certain color of skin all have the same view on everything. Okay, so what she's wanting you to believe is that somehow there are no people of color who vote Republican. They just don't exist. And all white people vote Republican. And, And so that's what they want you to think. So here's where she's missing a little bit in modern history. I believe the number was right around 30%. First of all, if Hillary had just won the states in the Electoral College that the Democrats have been winning lately, she would be president. Scary thought, but it would have happened. The other point is, if 30% of people who voted for Obama had voted for Hillary, she would have won. They went another way. So how can that be racist if people who supported the African-American candidate did not support the next candidate who was white and a female for the same party? Well, that can't be racism. So... So I know this, like you all have made clear, this makes good sound bites and it's a lazy way to go about it. But I'm going to tell you this with zero reservation. I think everybody here would say none of us oppose this. If the Democrats were winning currently like they have been, by the way, Obama just just went eight years (laughs) under the Electoral College. Eight years, okay? So if if the – if the Democrats were still ruling all elections and ruling the White House, you would hear nothing about the Electoral College. Nothing. No, not a word. I mean, not one not word. A- so there's not there's nothing about it that's principled or anything like that. This is just all we we're getting cheated. We should be in charge. You know, we all know that minorities can't think for themselves. They need the Democrats to think for them. Uh, we know that everybody's past racist history, except for ours, is important. Right. Uh, ours, of course, has been eradicated from all history. Um, but uh, we can't be held accountable for the things we've done in the past. But everybody else has never changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a bunch of silly, emotional, lazy um, hyperbole is all it is. Yeah, and the and New it, York Times private meeting that got leaked where they were trying to say, all right, this is the narrative we're going to push – in the meeting, they said, all right, race is, let's make sure we push race all the way to the election. Yeah. And, and that, all she's doing is just falling yeah. right in line with but that. But the race card is getting tougher on the Democrats because you have to actually be able to, be able to substantiate the same kind of racism yeah. that we've seen in, the, in our past history, and it's just difficult to find it. Now, you can certainly find it in small pockets, but you can't really say that this country has not moved forward in an incredible way, thankfully, mm-hmm. involving race. It just, just because it, how about somebody it, disagrees it, it, it with you. It just has. It yeah. just has. Yeah. Just yeah. because somebody disagrees with a policy does not make them a racist, and that's where we've gotten right. some of this. Now, Rick, also in this, you know, several states have passed laws now and have uh, things on the ballot saying that they will require their electors to vote the same way that the popular vote goes for their state. And this kind of goes back to each state can decide how they want to do it. Right. But a federal appeals court in Denver ruled this week that electors can vote how they want to uh, and are not bound by the popular vote of their state, at least in in Colorado. So Mm -hmm. even though somebody wanted to do that, that's not – again, you can't can't pass a law and put it on top of an existing part of the Constitution to change it. You have to go back and change the original. And that's what they have not been able to do, and I doubt they would ever be able to do it in our political climate right now. Yeah, I mean, she's she's really conveniently forgetting how unfair her party was to Bernie Sanders. Maybe you talking about somebody didn't get one one vote, one uh, one person, one vote? That was it.
I don't know what the opposite of misogyny is, but maybe yeah. they hated Bernie because he was a male socialist, not a female. Too many titles. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Harry Connick Jr., and y'all are checking out the greatest show in the South, The Rick and Bubba Show. Hey, this is Rick Springfield, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 22 minutes past the hour. It's Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. 25 years strong now. Uh, updating you on, uh, we got a number of stories we'll run through here, and then we'll get to some more phone calls coming up. Bubba, sadly, one of the, the wingsuit guys um, has died during a base jump in Saudi Arabia. And... Uh, I'm not familiar. I, see the wingsuit guys. They, how many wingsuit guys we got? Well, I, there's there's not a lot of them, Rick. But yeah, what yeah. they have been able to do with these wingsuits are amazing. Now, this was Doctor Angelo. Help me, somebody. Grub, grub, Grubasic, thirty-eight. Grubasic, and, and uh, he was an engineer with uh, NASA, also with the European Space Agency, and he died Tuesday while partaking in a planned base jump. Oh. So was he in the wingsuit when he died? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. It now, Rick, you got it. Well, we've been pickleballing it <laughs> oh, in the yeah, break. Yeah, it's, yeah, I shouldn't be out that much out of breath, but it, it's funny. It gets you a little bit. Sometimes. Sure. Does your does your look chest seem tight? Look how he's flying. Yeah. Is that not? I mean, that is That's controlled amazing. flight. When nothing, look, he went right between those rocks. Well, and something. It doesn't tell us what went wrong. Well, yeah. Just, was he in one of these flights when he died, or did he do a base jump? It says base jumps, what it says. Yeah. It, it says So that's base a whole jump. different thing. He jumped yeah. with a parachute in his hand. Right? I guess so. Is that what a base jump is? I, I don't I think know. so. You know, where they just jump off and throw right. the parachute sure. out. Well, Bubba, here's. Look how long he has flown in that. I mean, that's amazing. Going, how do you land? There, you that may be the deal right there. Yeah. Now, one of them, one of them, you know, came, jumped out of an airplane and landed in that big pile of cardboard boxes. Remember the first time that someone landed without a parachute? That was crazy. I mean, they're pushing the envelope, jumping from the edge of space, wing suits. But when you do that, you're going to have, you know, these type things. Yeah, right. Right. Well, Bubba, we knew what would be in the story. And we've, we've often cried for the large community for the same thing to be said. It just doesn't happen. (laughs) Uh, When his family and his friends talked about him being phenomenally talented. He lost his life. Here it comes. Oh, doing oh, what he loved the most. Sure. Wingsuit base jumping. So I guess he's in the wingsuit jumping. I guess there's a wingsuit base jump. Uh, and uh, so. Speedy, show some more of that video. That's amazing. And that, I guess that's what they call that. that. They call that base jumping, okay. too. No, and not if, really. If you have the wingsuit on, it, it, it you jump off just yeah. in a wingsuit. And then you, you wingsuit for a while, then throw the shoot out. Amazing. You're basically doing the flying squirrel here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, right. That's but, amazing. But I want to document again. Yep. When some big tub of goo has a heart attack, we never say he did. He died doing what he loved the most, eating. We never no. say it. You mm-hmm. let a guy have a heart attack at an all-you-can-eat buffet on Friday night yep. and fall <laughs> out on the floor right in line, yep. and everybody thinks, well, if he wasn't fat, it wouldn't happen. You know, <laughs> They never say he died doing what he loved. Nope. They say it about wingsuit base jumpers. He'd have a fork in his hand, they won't say. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nip. It's a whole difference. It's, it's double standard, what it is. Yep. Uh, some other stories. Uh, the shame of it all. Picture Bubba in a wingsuit. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It, uh, I don't know if the wingsuit dynamics would work for me. 
I'd be more like a C-130, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would. <laughs> Greg, I'm going to say I'd be it. like the giant guppy, guppy that transports the NASA parts. Yeah, yeah. Flying baked potato. Greg, yeah, that's it. Get the flying baked potato. <laughs> that's it. That's good. What, Greg, I'm going to go and tell you something. They'd be some wind resistance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to have Greg extra forward speed to stay, stay in the air. <laughs> I got to think Bubba's going to drop like a rock. <laughs> so uh, I'd be like the space shuttle, man. You just got to really be moving fast. Oh yeah. Uh, so we have a we have a couple of stories here. Um, have you seen the one where the drunken Frontier Airlines passenger and Greg? You know how people have these stories where their things got a little rowdy. Oh yeah. And um, you talk about the story the next day when you get to walk into him and say, hey, did you punch the pilot? Oh. <laughs> of all people to punch. Hey, 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 did you punch the pilot? You went in and punched the guy flying the plane? Yeah, so, and of course at a Vegas airport. Oh, yeah. Uh, so a passenger uh, was detained by the Las Vegas police. Can you imagine being the Las Vegas police? Uh, oh, after, no. after he punched a pilot uh, in, uh, in, in, while he was Where drunk. Where was his beef? Uh, he said uh, that uh, undoubtedly he he hit the pilot twice after the pilot intervened in an argument between the man and crew members. Okay. So the crew members are saying you're too drunk. Yeah. We're not going to put you on the plane. The pilot comes over, and says, "Hey man, will you not getting on the plane? Pop up!" Yeah. And then uh, and then <laughs> and then he he got he got punched <laughs> twice <laughs> by the. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's good. Conor McGregor says he was wrong to punch a man in the face. Well, Rick, you know he he feels bad about it. Ah, McGregor, Conor McGregor. I love Conor McGregor. So (laughs) Conor McGregor, he said, "Look, my bad. I should not have punched a man in the face at a pub." Here we are again. Yep, yep. Uh, While I was in Ireland, he was in Ireland earlier in the year. Uh, He said um, uh, he said he saw the video of the incident which surfaced last week. He said, when I saw the video of me punching the man like I did, it was like a dagger in my heart. Mm. There it is. Uh, where is he? Which one is he? There's McGregor. He's going uh, It's way at the top of the picture. Yeah. yeah, I see McGregor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he took a poke. Oh, where'd he go? Mm-hmm. He the, hit him uh, yet. Yeah. Oh, no. he, uh, Adler's, Adler's saying he's trying to get it set up so he don't have to watch much of it. Um, so he said it, though. Where is it? He, he said. <laughs> Wait a minute. He said he punched the man because he <laughs> twice refused a free shot. That the former it. fighter was offering patrons of his signature whiskey. Wait a minute. So yeah. the guy didn't want a free shot. Yeah, so he, 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 he punched. Now, now, what is what's really crazy about this, Rick? Look, he hits him pretty hard, and it doesn't even phase the guy. Yeah, so, yeah. so guy from a pub. And, and, and McGregor's supposed to be this world class right. fighting guy, and they didn't even phase the guy. Uh, well, what happened to you? Well, I was I was I was at the pub, and I got punched by McGregor. Really, I'm gonna be honest, Rick. I'm gonna step on a limb. I think Connor's got some anger problems. No, Greg. I think okay. Connor. I think Connor was into his signature yes. whiskey. Yeah, and he don't got, forget the time he went crazy and was throwing stuff. I remember the, they I, wouldn't the let him press fight. conference. Hey, yeah, it is. It is McGregor. It is McGregor. He said my behavior was unacceptable. He said, I hate it ended that way. I was actually having a good time at the bar with my signature whiskey. <laughs> and he says that I, 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 I am taking accountability and responsibility for my actions. And um, he said, I, I owe it to my mother, my father, my family. I owe it to the people who trained me in martial arts. This is not who I am, except the fact that I did it. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> In other words, Rick, Rick, this falls under got drunk, showed myself. Yeah. Right. And I feel bad about it. Well, he, my behavior he, was unacceptable to my he, mother, my father, my family. 
He does. I want you to be able to train me in the martial work. arts. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't really buy into your no. heartfelt apology because you continue to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll have another story six months yeah. from now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can say it's not, I can say it's not me if I rarely ever punch people, but if I'm always <laughs> punching people, <laughs> yeah. right. it, it, it may be exactly. Well, right. And think yeah. about yeah. this, Rick. Up. You read <laughs> what he said. He watched it. And he's watched the other things he did. He hadn't come out and said, I tell you what, I was in the wrong there. Michael, when I watched it, it was like a heart in my dagger. A dagger in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) My dagger. (laughs) My name is Conor McGregor. He won't refuse to take a shot of my whiskey. I regret it. (laughs) I wonder why he didn't want his whiskey. I mean, he was in a pub. Guy like he probably has what he likes. I guess. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big. Uh, there are breath, and thankfully to all of you in the golden ticket seats, including those of you that are yawning, who are sleepy. Uh, there are breath, we all use Thera breath products here, including that lozenge, which I just love. Uh, give your family and friends a special gift this weekend. Consider fresh breath. I know, look, that sounds strange. Listen, the reality is whether you spend time around others, you, you, you talk a lot like us, maybe you eat something, you know, after you've already done the TheraBreath stuff, or, you you know, maybe you don't use TheraBreath and you go, all right, I think my breath is fresh. Well, you eat the wrong thing at lunch or for breakfast, and now you now you got stank breath. And, and so the good news is TheraBreath stays with you all day long. They have the stuff you do in the morning, the toothpaste, the mouthwash, the gum rinses and all that. And then they have the lozenge that you use, uh, you know, throughout the day. If you get into a situation where you feel like you've got dry mouth or you, you think that you've eaten something that did not mm, – I got bad breath now. Uh, then you have those uh, those lozenges, and they're great. They're available in, in 100-plus countries, and, uh, and all the big retailers have TheraBreath products, too, over 100 of those. Uh, Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, uh, Target, Publix, Kroger, Winn-Dixie, and more. There's uh, also more information you can find at therabreath.com slash rickandbubba. Uh, spell out the word and there. Uh, also, you can go to rickandbubba.com, find all the Therabreath products right there under the sponsors. Uh, Bubba, how uh, – well, my mm. goodness, Connor, Connor McGregor has called. Uh, Connor? Mm. Hi. How you doing, Brigham? Connor, how are you today? <laughs> I'm all right. I'd just like to let you know that the reason – the real reason why I hit the man is because I was trying. I'd had too much to drink, and I was trying to hit the wee leprechaun off of his head. Oh, that's, wow. that's, that's the reason why. Thank you, Connor. Good to hear from bit. you, buddy. All right, have a good one, big ones. You too, buddy. <laughs> it's always good to hear from Connor McGregor. Yeah, there you go. Bubba, how how sad? <laughs> that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. How sad is it if you've worked so hard to have the largest tire burnout? record for guinness book of world records <laughs> yeah and you work so hard to get this burnout to break the record and, and, it, and it has not been acknowledged well rick mm. uh, the story sums it up denver's dream of a world record has gone up in smoke oh, oh gone it Bubba. rick they were trying to break the record do we have sound with this rick? it's just because the mu- it's a, music it's a, oh, it's a gosh yeah. i want to hear them burning out stay in you can still hear a little bit of them yeah i hear them all 170 cars. Yeah, this was at the Rock and Roll Car Show. And, wow, look at and that. And it included 170 cars smoking their tires at the same time. <laughs> that would have crushed the old record of 126 cars that were that was set in January in Australia. Yeah. But unfortunately, they did not 
hire an official judge come on. to come to the event. Come on. And the organizers were apparently unable to provide sufficient evidence mm. to back up the claim. Now, I don't know what more evidence you need than no, a drone flying over 170 cars with smoke real. Yeah, there. what else do you need? Do you think they made yeah, – how do you think we got these 170 cars? Did you know some of them had, like, colored smoke? How do you do that when burning out? Is he put it under the tire maybe? Probably. Well, did, that make them th- did they make them think it might be fake? I mean, somebody have some smoke well, bombs out uh, there or something? There was a gender reveal. They they tried. Oh, that could have been. That's good. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah, just saying. Look, look. So they're all burning out, smoking their tires. Well, Greg, and Guinness will not acknowledge this. As I always nope. like to say, a reveal is better than the confusion. Absolutely, no, 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 no official right. judge. No, yeah, how about that? Look, go ahead, hey guys. If you're going to have that big of an event at that big a place and go for 170 cars smoking their tires at the same time, hire a judge. Yeah, give how Guinness much, a heads up. What does it cost to get a judge out there? Right, Can so, you imagine the smell of that burning? Rock? So I'm reading. There's still a chance. Really? Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. So a one in a million. Say it is Conor McGregor. Yeah. Right? So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> saying they may take up to three or four days for them to decide. Oh. Did they well, it's it, been did three they, or four. It was on the 19th. Well, I wondered, did they set the record? Did they set the record? So Damn. if you're going to set a record, you either have to hire an official judge to come out or you have to give video evidence that shows that it's absolute, right? Is that yeah, how you can I, verify it? Right, because I, I guess that's the drone footage, but you can't you can't count the cars. Right. You know it's I mean? so smoky, you can't yeah. see where the oh, There's got to be more footage, though, yeah, and more yeah. pictures. You would think. It says the review. Well, what, is it, what does it cost to get a judge out? If you're going to do this event, I mean, what, two, $300? Don't you contact Guinness, and you? I'm sure they have judges yeah. in their different areas that are yeah. you know certified, and they come. I don't know how you're certified on a burnout competition but is there an I amount believe you of could time go through Guinness. is there an amount of time they have to burn out yeah, to and all I, I that I mean so. what are the what's right. all the nuts and bolts of this thing i know yeah. I, well guinness is saying look we're working on it helms but it says look it's several days before the organization may even respond to the application which was filed on august the 21st and included both visual and testimonial evidence so there's a chance there's yeah. an update. There may be an update Monday where, where they say, "Hey, this is done, confirmed." Y'all done the deal. I feel like they deserve it. You can't, you, you, but I agree with you. Set Denver to say free. This. We don't have an There's official judge here. there, and the stuff you're sending us, we can't count the cards. Oh, I really hope this starts when they just all start staying in it. Mm-hmm. So is this a different video yeah, of it? Yeah, I got a different video here. Hopefully, yeah, I, is that the same I think they'll get the record, by the way, based off what I read. Oh, hopeful hounds about to start. Going Hang on. Well, look, he's hopeful hounds. Is that the event? Same yeah. one? Here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what so I'm what are they up against that bank so they won't take off? I guess so. Look. That's why you can't Why are you in the middle of that? How, how am I, how am I going to identify? I can't identify the cars. <laughs> They're staying in it. Stay in it! <laughs> but uh, Can you just imagine that smell? I hate to bring it up. I don't think I they do, all started. That's a horrible smell. I hate to bring it up. I don't think they all started at the same time. I don't know. Well, Is that part of it? I don't know. Delay. How could you get 170 to start Why wasn't there? Well, I mean, then, I, then I don't really have the most burnouts. Then, I mean. Well, you got them overlapping. I mean, they, yeah, once everybody's burning. Yeah. yeah. Once everybody's up I, and going, what is it? I want everybody to start burning at the same time. <laughs> I'll tell you this. As far as burning one, I didn't know that this would be the Colorado record they would go for. I yeah, they're, they're known with all that smoke. That's why I'm I didn't bother them. Yeah. That's a great point. They're sending all kinds of smoke. That's a great sound. 
Now this, See, is, this is why electric cars will never work. You gotta have this. Stay in it. <laughs> you really do. I mean, look. If I was saying, "Hey, watch this electric car go off," here's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. We can't. We can't. We can't leave the gray combustion. Can they smoke the tires? I guess they could. They got torque, don't they? Yeah, you, I guess so. you just can't hear it. Tesla smoke. You'd hear the tire smoking. You just wouldn't hear the engine. I wish one of these cars would have like had it in, had it in drive, like major, and just and taken just off. Better yet, had it reverse. Oh yeah, one so of the Rick, two. I don't want anybody hurt. I just want them going up there. Get him and explain why, because that is a good question, <laughs> Jason. Why, why is some of the smoke colored? Um, when they put the when they put the tire, you know, they liquefy the rubber and put it in a mold. They mix uh, whatever powder you want in it. So as it burns the tire, it's releasing that dust into that air along with the smoke. Okay, smoke. Well, how about that? So, so I request a certain color smoke, and then I buy. Well, then, then the tires, I buy tires for a certain. Set, they make set colors. I don't know if you can order a set you. color, but. I think the main ones are blue and pink, you know, for general reveal. Here we go. All right, Rick, we got an explanation on the judge. It says it costs $10,000 to get an official judge to come out. Oh, what a brilliant And he idea. and his group looked into it said the rules without a judge or how you have to verify everything are, are just ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you why, because they don't want to lose ten grand. That's right. No That's wonder right. Guinness will take any weird record. So for I'm ten grand, be- I'll come <laughs> watch a record. So I'm going to watch a bunch of people smoke their tires, and I'm going to make ten grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rick, there's a bunch Would of people. Would you do that, Greg? Hey, Greg. Yeah, I'd go, y'all did it. <laughs> Greg, 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 hey, Rick, a bunch of pogo stick people want to break the record. I don't want to watch a bunch of people pogo. They'll give you ten grand. All right, I'll be there in a little yeah, bit. I'll be there. Watch them bounce. Well, let's Shoot see. Me the Greg, Greg, that looks good and official. And Can I get a picture of y'all for the next book we put out? Yeah. <laughs> Right beside the guy with the fingernails. Yeah. We we broke the Pogo record. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Who do I see about ten grand? <laughs> yeah. Where's my appearance check? <laughs> right. Uh, you've got the largest sandwich. Where's the ten grand? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, no, I don't hey. Yep. Looks like a lot of people playing pinball. Where's my ten grand? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this all makes a lot more sense yeah. to me now. This all makes a lot yep. more sense. We'll come back. Your phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. We'll chat with you next. Say hello to the folks that are our VIP guests today. So if you want to talk, this is the time to do it. Hash Brown Heroes ready, and lines are available. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, and there's lines available if you want to get in, and we're going to roll phone calls right now. But first, I got a ticket. Come on. First, Buren and Shara Eddins is here today. There they are, Shara and Buren. Buren, Buren, Buren. He also brought us boiled peanuts today. Thank you, buddy. Oh, yeah, good. We've been eating them back there. Uh, Brittany West is here. Where's Brittany? Brittany right there on front row, along with Karen Blaylock. Tracy Hughes and Rena West. They're all headed to the beach, coming to see us on the way down. Everybody rowdy. gets Rick and Bubba Double CD. They're rowdy. They are rowdy. <laughs> Sleepy, but rowdy. A uh, new Rick and Bubba Double CD for them. Uh, some of them from the past, some of them the new one. Uh, also, they pick up a pound of delicious BuzzBox coffee. 
some of them uh, some of them are already drinking it, but they're going to use these cards to to give a gift of a free pound to someone who hasn't tried it yet. So there you go. To the phones we go. Uh, trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep the phone to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Ju- <laughs> Judith out of Starkville, Mississippi, listening to the home of Thurlow, 96.1. Judith, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hail State. There you go. It's almost um, time. I'm calling on behalf of the tubers today. Mm-hmm. We have decided that in addition to Speedy's tuba dance, we are now going to call in and say, Who's your daddy? And Bubba has to do the daddy dance. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to learn it. Yeah, I have to learn that. Come on, Bubba, do it. Let's give it a shot. Bubba, try it. You ready? No, I'm going to get up and do it. Have you worked on it at all? No. Why don't you you pop to it? What about that? You just get up and do some popping. We well, need I don't to put that. Music. I don't want to take away from your dance, Speedy. It's so well, no, it's mean, so special. I know, but the way you do this. Well, give him the music. Now. Where's the music? <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> Russell out of Alabama. Russell, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about it? Uh, how y'all doing, guys? Good, great, good. All right, uh, this is actually I, I listened to the show a day behind, so it's actually from yesterday's show. Uh, the high school coach that that stepped down from his position. Um, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Um, I have a parent-teacher conference today with my son's first-grade teacher. And uh, yesterday, he comes home with his conduct book, and she had written in it that she allowed him to go to the restroom ten times, uh, seven additional times, and then she took five points off of his conduct grade for him going to the restroom those excessive that excessive amount of time. So I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. She allowed him to do something and then got on to him for it. Well, here's so the problem. Anyways. Yeah, here's the problem you may be running into because everything usually nowadays goes back to liability. Mm-hmm. She probably found herself in a position, what if I deny the kid his ninth trip to the bathroom and he ends up having something really wrong with him? Uh, and then after I kind of determined that wasn't the case, now I can't be held accountable for not letting him go. But I think we all know he's going more than he really has to go. So I'm going to say oh, I'm, I'm not going to deny you going to the bathroom because I don't want to get in trouble. But if you're going to go this many times, know that uh, you got to make a decision. If you need to go that many times, it's going to cost you five points. Then you decide whether you think you need to go that many times yeah. or not. Russell, why is he going that many times? Uh, well, I don't know. That's that's exactly what I asked him. I said, you you drink more at home, and you don't go to the restroom that much at home. So yeah. why are you going that much at school? And my out, belief right. is he's trying to get out yeah. of class yeah. for a couple yeah. of minutes. Well, then what I would that, tell him is like Brady. That's an issue we're, we're, we're going to cover with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just leave it at that. Then yeah. I wouldn't be mad at the teacher. The teacher's no. put is oh, being no, no, no. yeah is being put in an impossible situation there. Yeah. I would just say, look, buddy, if you're going to keep doing this, it's going to cost you conduct grace or so stop doing it. Yeah. And it's good to yeah, know that, that the, the parent-teacher thing, that he sees that y'all are on the same page yeah. with the teacher. And yeah. I think the yeah. problem is the teacher is afraid that if she doesn't let him do something like that, yeah. that y'all will get mad that you're not, you know, we're denying him a trip to the bathroom and maybe something really is wrong. So she, what she's hoping you'll do is you that, fix it. Is that yeah. you'll fix it. Yeah. yeah, Russell, tell him if he keeps going, his bladder's going to fall out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mike in Haleyville. Mike, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Really? Hey, uh, first time caller here. Thank How you. How y'all doing, guys? Doing We're good. great. We're great. Thank you for listening. Uh, I wanted to talk uh, real quick about the uh, Alabama Music Awards. Uh, uh, my name is Mike Mayhall, and I, and I have a band uh, called Tremaine, and we were, we were nominated uh, 
you know, for an award. And that and this happened on uh, July 28th this year, so not quite a month. And uh, I, I went down and watched the. I've already thrown mine. Yeah, we, there wasn't but one time out left. Gosh, and, mighty. And, and, and it was. I, I, felt like one, it, yeah. I felt like it was headed into a shameless plug there. Yeah, Jonathan, I, I think it started like that. Yeah, well, but it's going to be a controversy or yeah. something. Jonathan in Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Jonathan, go ahead. Hey guys, hey, hey, hey uh, I actually got a uh, a name for your new CDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Wow Water Twenty Five? Wow, what a twenty-five! Probably a little cl- too what close. Was it, Rick? To, to, wow, what a twenty-five! Oh, wow, what a twenty-five! Here's so what, glad Greg's not. Can in I here. tell you what I'm thinking right now? Like you were talking about the other day, and I was thinking the same thing. You were big and silver. Yes, a big old twenty-five in front. I mean, a big one. Boom. And underneath it, it just says twenty-five yeah. big ones. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five big ones is a good one. Right? Yes. I, like I agree. That. <laughs> Somebody even said, "Put your silver forest hair on there." <laughs> twenty-five big ones. Twenty-five big. Ones. And we put a picture of Bubba from the first Fat Fest. <laughs> <laughs> the flying potato. Oh. Michael and Arab. Loaded potato. Michael, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, guys. Yeah, whenever you hear these politicians and the media talk about white nationalism, really what they're talking about is patriotism and love of country. With Brexit and the election of Donald Trump, that took a major blow to these borderless uh, globalists that want to change us into a globalist society. And the only way they've got to fight against it is to call us racist and try to shame us into not voting for Donald Trump and politicians who love their country. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of truth in what you said. Well, they, they're trying to, and, you know, they're just hammering away at this and are building their little wall, so to speak, with little bricks. They're trying to pull, to do what you're talking about and say, any time that you're pro-country, any time you're pro-what we have, that you're a racist. And because all of it started on racism, everything that came out of it is racist. And just destroy everything we have going on back to the – anarchist view yeah. again well and and you you said it right we have to have the the energy to say you know i remember hearing this when i was a little kid just because you say it don't mean it's so right and and we have to get to the point where we go if you're just going to shout things and say things if you cannot produce a narrative of facts that prove what you are uh, accusing then we assume that it is not true yep and we're just not gonna allow you to do that uh, Tim in Alabama. Tim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, I just want to say y'all's, I've been listening to you for a while, and your belief's kind of pretty close to mine. I want to get your opinion on what you think about us having, like, a modern-day Boston Tea Party, you know, where uh, there's so much gun control and everybody's a racist and people can't figure out which gender. And, I mean, what point is as far as what the, the crazy stuff the government's doing? I mean, do we got – is Trump the last man standing between us and – and the modern day Boston Tea Party, or what do you? What do you well, I would say you almost saw a voter's version of the Boston Tea Party in the election of Trump. Yep, I agree. Uh, but the the sentiment was very similar. And you know, remember, that word remember right? back yeah. when sentiment? the, the Tea sentiment? Party idea kind of kicked off. There were people were having political rallies all around the country. We we covered one for Fox here in town. Yeah, you uh, certainly want to try to avoid anything that would be. A physical military, everybody's at war, revolution kind of. We've had enough. Now that option is always there as long as the Second Amendment still exists. But you got to get to the point where you go, kind of like you know, the, the, there can be all the passion in the world on the desire for independence. But if the federal government decides that they're willing to do whatever they have to do to break your will to continue, uh, they've they've got the overwhelming power to do it. 
But in, in, in this kind of deal, you know, you just – I think right now I'm, I'm for what – even though you may like or dislike a certain candidate, that's different. But you do still have a voice in this country, unless some people get their way and change it, where you can have your own Boston Tea Party by taking these candidates that, are, that you don't think are part of what the problem is and send them in there and run the others out. Yep. And you'd much rather go that route than the other. But I understand – that that option does exist, um, and Thomas Jefferson made that pretty clear too. Our forefathers had to do that, yeah, yeah. But it was a last resort. Yeah. Top of the hour, more of the Rick and Bubba show for some of you. For the rest, have a great weekend. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.